welcome back to The Price for Paradise. My name's Woody, AKA Creston Woods, and with me today, we have a special guest. We have Richard Laston. Richard is a massage therapist. He's also a newbie practitioner, just like myself, and I'm excited to get him on here, talk a little bit newbie, talk his story, and uh, welcome to the podcast, Richard. Thank you, man. I'm so happy to be here. Um, we've been talking about this for a while, so I'm happy we can finally get it together and do this. Yeah, man, I need to, like, I want to talk a little bit about the newbie today because um, it's what we both do, and it's yeah. kind of like a new thing for us, and it's yeah. been so impactful in my practice, and I, I'm sure yours as well. Definitely. Um, and so... But let's take it back to the beginning. So what got you into massage therapy? Because that's what you did first, right? And so yeah. like, yeah, tell us a little bit about your story and like health and wellness and massage. So basically it started off with, um, it was something that I liked to do as a kid and people really liked it. So that kind of put it into a, an area where I might do it as a secondary thing. My first one was going to school for nuclear engineering. And so when I couldn't uh, pay for the rest of it, I came back here. I went to the Avenue of Massage Therapy and um, been doing it ever since. I, I really love it. Nuclear engineering. Yeah. So what, what spurred that? Um, well, when I was, let's see, in sixth grade, I got cancer and uh, I um, went through chemo and radiation. And the whole thing of when you do radiation, they put you into a chamber and uh, it's just like a thick, it's like a vault door that they put you through or they lock you in. And uh, it, it was really, really cool. And it fascinated me. Yeah. And then once we got into learning about World War II with the whole nuclear bomb, um, just it was fascinating. So that was kind of like, that, that's what started it all. You had cancer? Yeah, I did. Oh, well, that's a big part of the story. So, um, hey, a little, yeah, little part of yeah, my life. little part of your life. So, what, what, uh, tell us a little bit about that and like what kind of cancer did you have and um, how did that start? So, I had Hodgkin's lymphoma. I had stage oh. three going to four. Um, I had about 12 tumors inside of me. And at what age? Um, I was in sixth grade. So, I was going oh from gosh, fifth dude. grade to sixth grade. You're barely even conscious. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, like, like, like you don't even like have like life to have like caused all these problems. Like, you know? And yet, taxes still stresses me out. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I, I had that. So, they had, um, they put, they did surgery on my neck. They put a porticat in me. Um, I went through chemo. And then uh, after that, did radiation. I've been, you know, good since. Yeah. So you're, you know, clean and you're not going to, you know, uh, remiss or do anything like that. Uh, it's no. like, uh, you're, you're good for good. I'm up good for good until something else pops up. Oh, nice. <laughs> oh, well, well, love to hear it. And, yeah. uh, so you, no lasting impacts from that. Um, um, yeah. One is, you know, uh, most of my hair didn't come back. Uh, so like I heard a lot of people, um, when they do their fifth year, they shave it all off. Yeah. So I did it and I've liked it ever since. Dude, you look good. Apparently. I, I, yeah, yeah. That's what no, people dude, say. I think it's I'm a like, look. Okay. I, mean, I don't, I can't imagine you with hair. I think it would look weird for me. It was, yeah. it was a fro. <laughs> it was a fro. Oh, nice. dude. There we go. But, um, it's, it's an expense I don't have to pay for. So, you know, yeah. get a shaving cream, get a, um, razor and then, you know, just shave it every three days. And it's pretty nice. Yeah. Um, taste buds changed. Really? I can't eat sloppy joes anymore. Sloppy joes are not your thing? Not anymore. I, I, I used to eat like tons of them and, and now I can't. <laughs> what a, that's a funny one. And yeah. so, uh, other than that though, like nothing um, too crazy? Love sushi now. 
And I mean, <laughs> just really just the taste buds thing. But ever since anything else, um, uh, it's pretty healthy. And lymphoma, mm-hmm. right? Like that's of the lymphatic system. Yes. Um, and so with that, you don't have any like lymph problems. Like uh, the body works well, drains well, like detoxes well. Excuse me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Everything's good. Oh, very cool. Yeah, I go to the doctor like, you know, whenever I need to. And they're like, you're fine. I'm like, that's not what I'm here for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So bringing it on to massage therapy. So um, a little bit about massage, like uh, why uh, one massage, like what differentiates it from other healing practices? Because like the human touch is like a healing practice in itself, right? Yeah. And so we release chemicals when we feel like another human touch us, and that is part of the healing process as well. So tell us a little bit right. about what goes on in the massage. Um, it depends. So there's a, there's a basic thing that happens. There's a uh, circulatory um, effect that occurs. There's a relaxational effect as well. There's a lymph um, drainage. And there's a lymph drainage. Yes. Yes. Yeah. There's a whole roundabout drainage. way of you, you know, fixing people's lymphs. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but then from there, it's kind of like, what are you looking for? Um, some people like to go into energy work, like, um, uh, what's it called? It's not she. It's Reiki. Reiki. Yeah. Some people like to go into the Reiki part of it. Some people like to go into lighter touch or acupressure. Um, and then you can get into the just a relaxing spa thing, where you're just having somebody just calm down, rub their backs, uh, give them a couple stretches, and go. And you know they're good. Um, other ones they get really really cool when you get into the clinical part, and that's what I like to get into. Um, is when you're uh, breaking down scar tissue. You're deep trying tissue to, massage, right? Yeah. Like is what everyone hears. Like it's like you want the bodybuilder with the big thumbs, you know. Yeah, you, you, yeah, want the, yeah. you want the guy that's super strong, right? Yeah. yeah. So um, that's like the general category is deep tissue, and then you can go into structural work, um, trigger point therapy, um, increasing somebody's range of motion, scar tissue. You got scraping going on. Just a lot of cool avenues that you can you can go out through uh, deep tissue. So when people say deep tissue. I try to, you know, get them to specify what they're really looking for um, when they when they ask for deep tissue. Yeah, but, and do you see like a variation of um, clients who can take pressure, right? And so some clients really like dug deep, and other clients they can barely take definitely, you know, a thumb, right? Definitely. And, yeah. um, mainly, it's you know, it's actually very weird. So like, I found out with uh, females, really really small females, they can take uh, deep pressure. But if you go down to like sharper tools um, that actually can like spread between the muscle fibers and everything, uh, that feels like really deep pressure to them. So I don't have to, you know, dive in there and feel like I'm going to break a rib. I can just sharpen up my tools from like a forearm to fingertips and it feels different to them. Um, it feels like I'm actually going. The, the pressure doesn't disperse. I mean, as much when you go like, you know, tight on that pressure. Right. So you go to a point and it just, you know, uh, emphasizes it and yeah. maximizes that pressure right yeah it feels like i'm going deeper when uh, i am going deeper same but tension though yeah, yeah exactly exactly and then for bigger people uh usually have to do lighter pressure and really uh, yeah weirdly enough i thought that would be the other way around exactly yeah so that's the cool thing that i've learned um and with the bigger people it's like they need more uh lymphatic drainage going on and range of motion and getting things, you know, running for them before they can start taking deep tissue. I'm not saying like everybody big 
you know doesn't like deep tissue but usually if if they're they've been um, kind of like overweight for a while or they have they're just holding on to them. a lot of inflammation right exactly. and so how do we get rid of that inflammation is through the lymphatic system but right. you got to stimulate it with some circulation with right. some movement and like if you're not moving yourself then you got to do have someone else move you right yeah so um that's why i found that's that's you know really weird because I, I would not have expected that one yeah and uh do you have any like uh it, with this is it you know rotating clients or is there regular clients do people um once they get a massage therapist are they there all the time or is this like a semi-annual thing for some people you know um it, it, it ranges so yeah. some people i see once a week um some people come in just for specific work and then once it's done they're gone and then if it comes back later on they come back in or for a different problem that they have um some people you know we're in arizona so we get the uh, uh winter people uh snowbirds yeah snowbirds yeah yeah so then they'll come and work with me and then when they leave you know i don't work with them and then when they come back they just we go do sessions again. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, do you think like one yeah. session is good enough or do you think that multiple sessions kind of like build on each other and like how frequent do you need to have sessions and what does that look like? It depends on the situation, on the individual, yeah. uh, you know, it's kind of like working out, but not to the extent that, you know, you're going to get buff when you do one workout. Yeah. Some people, they get fixed during one session. Some people, um, it takes multiple sessions and, um, sometimes I'm not what works. It's something else that they need to do. So I always say there's three things that you need to do. Either it's a strengthen a muscle, lengthen a muscle or change the structure. So I'll go to a physical trainer or, um, physical therapist or a personal trainer, go to massage therapist or go to a chiropractor. So if I'm not working out, um, I try to give them exercises to do at home. If that's not working out, then I give them to another professional who yeah. is uh, more skilled in that kind of stuff. Try to stay in my lane as much as I can. Yeah. You know, don't want to step over toes. Definitely. <laughs> and so for the people at home, um, is there anything that you could explain to us? So like, say I want to give my girlfriend a massage. What is like the top key tips to, you know, at home massage like for me for if you want to give if give i want one? to give a massage yes oh, okay. yes yes um i would say uh try to keep communication as open as possible um trying to see what the pressure is like for them um how's the uh, median like the lotion or oil if it's too much or too little uh what's hurting what's not hurting and uh what's their range of motion is so you can do anything you know, during a massage, it's kind of like a blank canvas that you're, you're painting on. But the, the biggest thing is that the person that's getting a massage gets what they were expecting out of the massage. So it, it doesn't matter the techniques or tools that you use, but that the person feels like they got a beneficial benefiting uh, massage. Interesting. So it's very yeah. variable, obviously. Yes. But, um, but as I said, again, communication is the most important thing. Um, when you get that communication, you have a goal and then you can do what you can to um, appeal to that goal and if you know what you can't do you know you're not able to do then refer to somebody but usually people just like to get their back rubbed yeah <laughs> um, usually people like a, know a certain spot that hurts and if you hold on to that spot wait uh, 10 seconds go across the fiber and then go with the fibers you've done a good job yeah okay yeah. cool that's pretty I, simple I like that yeah pretty simple <laughs> um find find the spot go across it 
um, both directions and give it some pressure. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So like if, um, let's say like your bicep, how it goes from your shoulder to your elbow. So it goes into that direction. You would go across perpendicular to that direction and that's cross fiber. Oh, you're cutting your bicep in half. Yeah, 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 exactly. And then you would go, um, with the bicep fiber yeah. in both directions. Um, so that way when you're doing the cross fiber, you're bringing blood to the area, you're breaking up the scar tissue. And then with the, with direction of the origin and attachment, you're lengthening out the muscle and that just let the body do the rest of the work and you've done a good day. Very nice. And then with the lymphatic drainage part, is there a way we're like pulling the lymph towards the heart or is there like a specific you know methodology behind that there is actually yeah. um so when i was in school they originally taught us to go towards the heart yeah. and to make sure you have light enough pressure you don't want to go deep because the lymphatic system's just underneath the skin so you don't have yeah. to go so far um but when you get into clinical work like people who have like a um, elephantitis and they have lymphedema issues, yeah. then you, then there's a certain structure that you want to go by. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's, it's really, really cool. So first, um, you always want to start off with the neck, the collarbone area, yeah. right? That's where like the biggest like lymph fibers are, right? right. Like, like there's a ton of nodes right there. That's where it flushes out at the end of your lymphatic system. And so with, uh, the body, right, it goes from like high pressure to low pressure, right? So if you release it, it creates a low pressure. Yeah. And then everything can drain towards it. Right. And that's right. where you want to start. Right. Why with the collarbone. But not only do you want to start there, you want to keep going back to there. So oh, gotcha. you would go from your collarbone to your head, collarbone to your chest, collarbone yeah. to your right arm, collarbone to your left arm, collarbone yeah. to your abdomen, collarbone to your right leg, collarbone to your left leg. Yeah. You would, you would work it all and you would go to, uh, you mainly want to stimulate the joints, uh, cause that's where the lymph nodes rest the most, yeah. um, beside your abdomen, right behind the knee, inside the legs, um, right there, like between the legs have those two big lymph node patches, um, that they one. drain to. And yeah. then yeah, under the armpits, a big um, one. big one. Yeah. Yeah. And so when you want to do a clinical one, you want to keep going back to the neck and flushing it out. Um, but there's some uh like situations that you have to watch for if like they had cancer for an instance um if they've had some lymph nodes removed you don't want to just stop where the lymph nodes were removed because then everything just pulls there you yeah. want to push past that to the next lymph node um that's gotcha. available yeah that makes sense so yeah. so like i said because I mean, stagnation breeds disease and it just gets worse inflammation right. gets worse and worse right right so like i said i mean like if you there's a general version of it and then there's a clinical version of it um so it's like you know take your pick of which one you want to do but yeah. it's it's like i said man this is pretty cool stuff i i completely agree and so now that you've like switched over into coming into our gym and yeah, ramp it up. We're doing <laughs> actually guys for the listeners, me and Richard are here using the newbie. He's got a core placement and I've got a back placement and, uh, we figured it would, you know, get us on the same frequency for this podcast. Yeah, man, this thing is working right now. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, but yeah, but yeah. So, um, talking about the newbie, let's, uh, talk about how that has affected, um, your mindset on massage, right? Because like mm -hmm. this does a little bit different of lengthening muscles and, you know, decompressing and like getting you into more parasympathetic and, yeah. um, can this be very complimentary to massage or would you bridge the gap? Like, how does that look? Yeah, no, this is like next level, um, the thing to do. Like I've had a couple of my clients, I've talked to them about this, uh, because there's certain things that, uh, 
normal massage couldn't handle what, what's going on with them. And so I think that this would be the next thing to use for them. Um, and just using it myself, I mean, it's kind of, it's like flipping the switch because the concepts that you have are the same, but the techniques that you use are completely different. You're hitting them from different angles. Right. But it's the same result. Right. Yeah. Right. So like if someone came in and they had some uh, tight hamstrings, normally I would hit a couple of trigger points and lengthen it and stretch it and then call it, call it a day. With this, it's it does it all for you, that you just put the pads on there, you let the stimulus go, you put them through a couple of ranges of motion, and it, it does the job. I mean, it's it's pretty fascinating, and so I'm, I'm teaching myself how to become, I guess, a little bit more lazy with my, my work, um, yeah. so that I can let the machine work more than myself working, because yeah. what it can do is is far greater than what I can do. I can assist it basically, yeah, but I can't and you do can what still it does. Do complementary practices with it, but it, like you can use those trigger points if you need to while the stem's running, or like you right. know something like that. But yeah, usually. Um, so what I can find out is that mapping. Um, that's yeah. when I'll do the trigger point work. Yeah. And again, I don't have to do the what I just showed you with the cross fiber and lengthening. I can't. I will sometimes because of just my habit, but I have to trust the machine to know that when I press it in there, it's doing the stimulation that it needs to do yeah. to break that up. And then if I want to push it a little bit further, I have the client do the movements for me. And um, again, it's less less of me, and I'm, I'm trying to get into that routine more. And it's it's been very very cool. I've been seeing some really good results with some people. Um, I want to get some more people in here to try it out and see like how far we can push this and what else it can do. Um, yeah. I, I think I think it's it's very very beneficial. I I would like to see if you could like you know put on two of the electric gloves and do an actual like straight up like lymphatic massage like light massage over someone's back like you yeah. know and clear them out while having a little bit of that stimulation to help you know wake everything up on the same you know i'd never thought time. of that that would be really cool <laughs> yeah that would be and um i mean the the pressure that you need for lymphatic is very very light where you're barely touching the skin exactly with this you would even go lighter because the stimulus is doing everything for it. The, exactly. You know, like raise the muscles off and then you have to go even lighter, right? Yeah. yeah. And like that's the whole, that's how you move the lymphatic system is, is muscle contraction relaxing. Um, that pumping sensation causes the lymphatic system to move. That's why like you get a lot of big people come in here and they work out and they start losing weight or their, their weight just drops tremendously because they're flushing out their system with everything. Um, it's that pumping sensation that causes the lymphatic system to move. So when you get the stimulus added in there that's already causing the muscle to pump and now you're just giving it a direction to pump it and so it's yeah no that'd be awesome yeah that'd no, be awesome. okay very cool so yeah, yeah. maybe i'll have to book a session with you yeah, <laughs> myself no. you know i'm, I'm, I'm curious about that now too <laughs> yeah well we'll do some testing listeners and then we'll see if we can put it on the menu <laughs> right yeah right um so uh what have you seen, like, um, on the training side of things? Do you do training with this as well? Or do I you do. do, I was going to say, um, you do kind of both recovery and training now. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, tell me a little bit about how it works on the training side. Um, on the training side, it causes a greater uh, muscle-mind connection. So yeah. uh, something that you would get from a lot of experience of lifting to finally get that, oh, I know how it feels for my lat to contract. I know how it feels to get a, a peak contraction of my bicep and a 
fully tighten up my pecs, stuff like that. This does it for you. It makes all the muscles awake, makes them fully contract, makes them fully lengthen. Um, and you don't have to use a lot of weight to do this as well. You just need a resistance that makes the muscle want to stretch more, want to contract more, but it's not something where, you know, if you normally do like 225 for a bench, you're not going to be doing 225 on the bench with this thing. You're probably going to go down to like 170 or 185, you know? Yeah. And you're still going to get the same kind of muscle growth, same kind of stimulus going on, same soreness, uh, maybe even greater soreness because it's making the muscles lengthen completely at the bottom. Oh, yeah. So that's the kind of stuff I've been, I've been seeing a lot more is that it, it causes you to use the muscles uh, great, uh, in a greater amount um, without putting so much sets and and weight and in, into the equation of it yeah and i've had a, a few people with some minor um aches and pains and some injuries like say um the knee you know um mm -hmm. is a little inflamed and just a quick five minute you know newbie um stim session where you just like wake up the knee do some extensions mm -hmm. with the leg yeah. and just do some mobilizations boom you're ready to lift and you're actually out of some of that tightness and pain definitely um right definitely. away uh and then you can add that stim on even if like while you're working out to work out a little bit safer so that things are firing at the you know proper times because right. a lot of times we get injured because things are lagging yeah um, it's because the body's not woken up like if you don't do movement prep before your nervous system is not activated so like say you go into a squat without you know doing some lunges or some glute bridges to you know wake up the glutes sometimes uh you know you're going to be pushing more with your quads and hamstrings than glutes and that's going to cause us you know problems yeah yeah i can totally agree to that yeah and then uh yeah, so uh, looking into the future, are you going to be continuing on like more uh, massage or are you going to do more into this newbie stuff? Like, uh, are you going to keep that massage while you do this? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Um, I want to do uh, half and half um, because usually I'm doing so much of massage. I kind of want to put it, step it back just a little bit and then add these kind of things in here. Because originally, um, I, like, I love lifting and that's what got me into massage is because I wanted to. Uh, help out athletes and bodybuilders um, get ready for a competition and, and get them um, having greater range of motion, um, not having so much aches and pains when they're normally doing their thing. And I thought that'd be fascinating. So um, I want to keep that. And then I want to do this uh, for about 10, 20 hours a week and just, you know, get more education, um, more understanding with things and be around a gym more often because I, I do love the gym environment. Yeah. I mean, I think they're like absolutely complimentary practices and I think not enough people worry about the recovery side of things like the massage, like the, you know, saunas, like the other stuff. But yeah, you also have to, you know, break the body down to need the availability for that stuff. If you're not, you know, working out like massage is great yeah it'll get you out of pain but like that's gonna you're gonna keep needing massage 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 right you want to get them yeah. to a point where they don't need that as like an everyday thing so what i'm finding is that the people who come to me more frequently they want to do it more than they need to do it yeah usually the people that need to do it i don't see them as much um usually when we're done with a problem they're they're done with the problem they, they just move on to other things um but i do think that they need training to not only maintain um the health that they have but also accelerate it like go go above and beyond and um 
just get that routine in their system because I think that's what's going to uh, give them longevity more is if they make sure they, they're coming in the gym, they're getting some kind of challenge going on and then maybe see like uh, a person like me every four to six weeks, just like a, like a checkup, kind of like a car tune up thing. Um, and then just, just go on with your day. Cause I, I don't think that massage therapy is the, you know, end all be all thing. Um, but I do think that like you were saying, it does help with the rehab it does help with the muscle awareness yeah yeah definitely and um question now we do have a wellness center here with like red light therapy and other stuff like that Mm -hmm. uh so with the red light therapy i think that that could be a really complimentary practice Mm -hmm. if you could get someone to do that prior to a massage um to warm up the body, wake everything up, you know, wake up the nervous system with light energy, which is, you know, going to also stimulate ATP, have everything sit up nicer and, uh, yeah. uh, have better circulation before a massage. So with like heat and cold, do you guys play with that at all? Um, with massage? Uh, I do definitely. So I have, um, Himalayan salt stones in my, my room and I like to use those a lot. Um, especially when it's colder out, a lot of people love it. <laughs> excuse me um it causes a um uh, a nice relaxation to the person it warms up the muscles to be able to get into there more and then it opens up the myofascial connection more so i found a lot of benefits with those and then i have cold stones as well that i use for the face massage and uh, a lot of people a lot of people like that especially if they have the migraines um they're they just got over a cold. They still have like built up sinuses. Um, th- that's really good for that. So yeah, I, I use a lot of tools in my, my, uh, office. Yeah. I mean, I know for sure the sinus relief of like cold, right? Like if you go on a cold plunge and you just dunk your head, I mean, you're cleared out. Right. Yeah. And so, uh, but I, I'm sure the stones is a little bit more, uh, friendly and not as much of an adrenaline shock as no. a cold plunge. Yeah. And, um, it gives that lymphatic, uh, stimulation that we we're talking about and yeah. just like the cold helps relax the nervous system because there's a lot of nerves in the face um, so yeah I mean it, it does a little bit more um, without being like freezing cold for 20 minutes sitting in there and waiting for it to be over <laughs> yeah and so I mean it seems like you use a lot of different things um, modalities is there anything that we haven't hit on or things that you're interested in adding in also um, or is this kind of like you know we're trying to all encompass it. Oh, um, like what's my direction? Yeah. What's your direction? Uh, to learn more ways to help people with, um, clinical issues, be more efficient with, with, uh, my techniques to address those things specifically. Um, that's what I've been trying to work on with my clients. The more and more I see them is, is how can I get this problem addressed quicker? And what are some ways that I know are consistent that if I just use these tools on anybody, it would it would address the issue. Um, so I think that's that's where I'm really trying to get down to is, is tuning down my craft. Yeah, nailing and, down a playbook on like where to go when situations arise and how right. to you know approach it as fast as possible because the speed of it is uh, a lot to do with like also how like the how fast you can address it is how fast you can heal it too. Yeah, yeah, and. Um, I just don't, I, I think people pay me too much. So <laughs> I've never been in a job like this where, where I get paid this much to, to do something I like to do. Yeah. Um, so I want to make sure that they get 
as much out of as it much as, as they can. As they can. Yeah. So yeah. I, I don't like to just, you know, rub them down, call it a 60 bit massage. I, I want you to feel different yeah. each time that we see each other. And if we don't, we need to talk about this. Uh, what, what techniques need to change? What aren't you liking? What are you liking? How are you feeling? And if this is a good fit, because if I'm not doing the job that you're prescribing me to do, um, I'm not the person. If, if you know if I can't find it, I can't find it. But I want you to find it, so I'll, I'll, I'll recommend you to other people. And that's why you're worth everything, brother. Apparently, yeah. I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. <laughs> no, but for real, like uh, you just you're out there to help people. You're not out there to take their money. Um, no. And that's like what we need more of out there, right? We, yeah. we need people to just you know work on uh, themselves and then work on you know other people and help instead of you know just scheme away for money right 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 because right. do you really feel great about yourself at the end of the day if you just rubbed them down real quick and said Peace. some people do some people say that's a good day and i'm i'm not one of those people i can't it, it keeps me up at night literally yeah. if if something that i worked on did not get fixed or improved it keeps me up at night <laughs> <laughs> and that's the kind of massage therapist you guys want to have thank you richard thank man you, this has been awesome um i appreciate you coming on the podcast and uh hopefully we can get you back again for a round two maybe a topic specific when we get back with the new fit but definitely man thank you yeah and uh we'll catch you guys next week on the price for paradise my name's woody and aloha Bye.